Welcome back to Don't Call It a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Happy New Year. Happy Dan. New Year, Luke. And listeners, and listeners, good to see you. Good to, good to see you. Good to see you as well. And, good to see you as well. I, I'm trying to figure out a way to say this to the listeners as well, but it's, it's not... It's not the same. Yeah, it's not quite the same. I'll say good luck to everyone uh, writing the correct year on all your checks and important documents. Mm-hmm. I've already made that mistake mm-hmm. twice. So oh. <laughs> so good luck to okay. you Okay, okay. That's very nice of you. Um, uh, so today we are reading The Bone Ships mm-hmm. by R.J. Barker. Um, we're, we're doing about a third of it, which I think for us today was up to chapter 16 mm-hmm. and i before we get it into the book i i don't have a warm-up um because i i think we're gonna we're gonna record and put out soon a patron only like little mailbag mm-hmm. little luke and dan talk about stuff uh episode right uh sometime soon um so stay tuned for that uh, if you're if you're missing us, just talking about stuff that's not necessarily books, um, but with that, let's uh, let's talk let's talk bone ships. I guess. Uh, I think we should. The first thing I want to say with this, Luke, is a few people who I have told that I'm reading this book have misheard me and assumed it was bone chips. Wait, wait, bone. Say that again. Bone what? Bone chips. You know, like you get some chips okay. from the chilies, some chips and salsa. Okay. And they're they're thinking it was bone chips. So not bone chips, everybody. These are boats. These are boats on the ocean. Okay, that's right. Bone chips. Uh, we we got a comment on the Discord. I think it was from CJ about ship wine. Mm, okay. And yeah. I do want to talk about this a little bit, Luke. Ship wine is thick. Did you did you right. catch this detail? I, I I feel like he described it as like syrupy almost. Yeah. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Is that how do how do we feel about that? Do we want that? <laughs> I don't think we want that. <laughs> I I'm trying to figure out what is it because like like is it is it alcohol that's just evaporated off so it's really thick there's a lot of thickness to it or is it something else like is this not what i think it is (laughs) um it's a good it's a good question um so we don't we so we don't get the manufacturing process obviously (laughs) not yet which is a shame not yet at least real shame okay good point um i i feel like it might be additives like they're making, you, know what I mean? you say they're making it thick. They're like, hold on, this ship wine isn't thick enough. Yeah, yeah. Throw some cornstarch in there, really thicken it up. <laughs> I want it to stick. To, I want it to stick to my throat. Right. It's like you when you're making it, you've got you're stirring it right, and you don't want to stop until it it covers the spoon. Right. You've read that in recipes before, <laughs> of course. correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know your ship wine. That's key done. to a good. That's key to a good ship wine. Everybody knows that. Ah man, I mean it's key to a good like cough syrup, right? So I mean maybe this is medicinal ship wine. 
That seems correct. Yes. It's medicated. <laughs> right, right. Um because the 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 other thing is like who's ma- who's making this? Mhm. I I'm I'm assuming it's people on the ship, right? Is that uh, true? I would guess so. Yeah. I don't know where else they would yeah. get it and or why they would call it ship wine if it wasn't people making it on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good it's a good little it's a good little thing to do um when you're bored i guess as as other people in the discord were talking about um <laughs> I, the bored thing to do on ships is to both make and drink ship wine so luke then the question becomes what are they making it out of because the only resource that they have on the ship that's just like a renewable resource to make ship wine is is these birds that hang out at the top and these weird slithery fish boys that hang out at the bottom. Which of those is ship wine? <laughs> uh, it's a good question. And I don't I don't have the answer yet. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, to to learning the answer. I mean, we also know that the ship itself is made out of these weird bones. Yeah. I, they're Which not they're role. not making wine out of the ship bones right <laughs> here's the thing you have a little piece of ship bone mm-hmm. that you that you put into your barrel okay and as it slowly dissolves that's what's thickening it up mm. uh-huh that's why it's also called ship wine it's it's actually not because it's made on the ship it's because it's made <laughs> from the ship this makes a lot of sense, Luke, especially considering that apparently the rotting bones give you an incurable, horrific disease over time. Right. So it makes sense that they right. would look at that and say, we should drink this. <laughs> it's fer- it's If you ferment it correctly, actually, if you ferment it in liquid, uh-huh. it doesn't give you the disease. But if it rots in air... Mm. that's when you're in trouble Mm. i see if you ferment it it gets a really complex flavor a lot of good notes right essence of bone a little bit of charcoal syrupy texture as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is what we're looking for yeah that's how you know it's good okay luke syrupy texture in hot humid environment (laughs) syrupy they went syrupy they could have they could have gotten crisp quick cool light and they went thick give me thick <laughs> right right uh, i mean this is yeah this is an instance where you you need to not lean in guys you need to lean back lean back a little bit from from thick and sticky it's too thick and sticky everywhere it it is too sticky thick and sticky now i will say it does kind of fit in with the vibe of the whole of the whole thing though yeah, but you the, know what I mean. The like, fu- if you you're can't right. be like, you can't be drinking like a nice crisp, uh, uh, like s- summery spring drink. Why not in this environment? Why not? Because it, because it doesn't it doesn't fit. That's like, <laughs> yeah, but the whole ridiculous. environment sounds so uncomfortable. That's that's like that's like wearing pastel colors in winter. Absurd. No, it's no, no, oh no, <laughs> Luke. You literally described summer spring drinks, you know, when it starts to get hot and sticky outside as like crisp, yes. cool, cucumber, right. mint, 
give me that summer drink. Right, but I'm not talking about weather now in this case. I'm now talking about societal vibes. <laughs> and the societal vibes are not crisp and 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 spring. Okay. Because oh, okay. my fir- because because my first note yeah um is to <laughs> ask what are corpse lights? We learned what they are. And I'm pretty sure we know what they are at least kind of vaguely. Yeah. And it's it's like dead sacrificed children? It's the souls of firstborn children. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um Oh. Oh, I mean, <laughs> granted they try and so- they try and source them uh sustainably, you could say. So, I'm sure they've got one of those little stickers that like every one of these corpse lights has been organically produced and sustainably sourced and you know mm-hmm. they're they're trying right right like oh these come from the <laughs> gaunt islanders over there <laughs> they're not necessarily better quality mm-hmm. but uh i i don't know <laughs> these are these are ethically sourced corpse lights we're buying corpse light credits. Source. We're buying corpse light offsets. So that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, point is, um things are things are not light and cheery here. Um, which requires syrupy drinks. There's no mm. there's no bubbly drinks either, right? We're not having okay. shape. Okay. I, I think I understand where you're coming from at this point. Like, it would feel wrong to yes. have something easy, breezy, fresh, fancy while you're on a boat that is shepherded by the corpses of children, by the dead corpses of right. children. It would, be, it would be like ordering milk in a bar. <laughs> if you're on a bone ship mm-hmm. and you're like, do we have any, uh, I don't know, like... <laughs> Some some nice apple juice or I'd like something. A, I'd like a mojito. Actually, it feels like mojito <laughs> weather. You're getting kicked off. Yeah. You're getting sent to one of the hulks. Oof. Oh, we haven't even gotten there. We're not going to get there just yet, Luke. Let's hold off. Yeah, on, yeah. Okay. on Getting there. Um, speaking of the vibes of this society, though, because we're here, mm-hmm. why is it taking this long for people to to be on Mises' side? Where their whole thing is they're trying to, like, change up the whole society to not be all about war anymore. Right. I don't know. All you have to do to to convince me of that is, like, hey, what if we just didn't have to fight anymore? And you didn't have to go on a ship or sacrifice your children. What if we just stopped doing that? Right, right. Well, okay. First off, let me clarify because I'm not 100% sure if the if the sacrificing children is actually related to the war. I from from what I've put together, I think that it is because they have to do it they do it for their ships in the fleet. Each of these fleet ships has like corpse lights around it. I think to like help it do ship better somehow. We don't know the specifics. <laughs> I, yet. I, I I think that's true. I like it's it's a it's almost like an offering to the the hag, I think. I yeah, the say. sea hag. Um in in reference I assume to like yeah, keep the ship 
doing ship things. Yeah. Now, currently, I think that ships doing ship things is basically war. Right. But without the war, I, I feel like you maybe still have corpse lights. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But 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 this is getting kind of kind of beside the point, right? And I and I agree with you, especially when the the guy I forget his name that's meeting with the two of them and giving them their their mission mm-hmm. is asking our main character like, why do we fight them? And like within two within like one or two questions, the answer is is just because that's what we do. Yeah, and it's like there wasn't like a ton of like a ton of Socrates style questioning to no. get here. Like we really only needed a, like thirty seconds of of talking about this to get here. Yeah, it's it's not like they had an inciting event where they were like they blew up one of our biggest ships and killed a bunch of innocent people by doing that. It's like no, no, no. You're just a you just been fighting forever. It's not like they. Right did some horrible atrocity to you that you're seeking revenge for, you're also murdering your children. (laughs) There probably was some inciting event, but long enough in history that nobody remembers it. Right. Right. Yes. Um, It's a a very good point. I kind of following up in that vein, another note of mine is that like this mission that they've been given – seems like not the most effective way of addressing the systemic the problem. problem the systemic problem mhm yeah yeah i mean cuz okay let's let's back up and, and define things here mm-hmm. cuz the mm-hmm. mission is essentially there is this sea dragon yeah that is what they build the ships out of that we hasn't been seen in like i don't know Three generations, I think, is what they say. Right. And it's such a valuable resource that it can build so many ships and I think can maybe be a factor in the war or just like it'll it'll just like further the war. Their right? idea is that it's going to perpetuate the war. Yeah. Yes. And the guy's like, now we just need you to send it, protect it all the way through to where it can't be harvested for its it's bones which yeah sounds bad and it's like okay sure i guess that's like one part of the strategy but i feel like that's that should be like a sub a sub sub section of our overall strategy to the point of like not being a huge factor mm. do you know what i mean by this when yeah so you're saying this is this is a side quest yeah and our main quest should be convincing people to just stop doing the war. Yeah. And like maybe doing a, maybe just like killing the power structure, maybe just like overthrowing the, the political structure here is a much better solution than trying to safeguard a dragon, I don't know, through a gauntlet. And then kill it at the end in the hopes that, like, maybe then the economic factors will eventually prevent war from being possible. (laughs) Right. Because it's it's not clear to me the outcome difference between being unsuccessful versus being successful in this mission. Because, like, if you're unsuccessful, 
it's just like okay so i guess there's more ships to go around so Mm -hmm. that'll mean more fighting but if you are successful it's like okay that means there's the same ships that are currently there and there'll be the same amount of fighting i i do think that their strategy is that the ships are wearing down over time like the ships are a finite resource Mm -hmm. and so maybe not in their lifetimes but maybe eventually (laughs) no more ships will exist so they can't fight anymore and so the the like (laughs) reality of fighting the practicality of fighting will just disappear because nobody has a ship anymore to fight well to be clear you can still make ships just not out of these this bone stuff yeah and the other stuff is is not as good right so it's like once once all these bones are gone the ships will be worse well mm. and so the fighting will be they're they're not even considering though the fact that like this ah man we oh this sucks actually i think their plan sucks because we have been yeah we have seen at the very beginning of this, the first fight that they do is with a bunch of raiders just like stealing children from this little village. They're all doing it with these little vine ships because nobody's invented mm-hmm. wood yet in this universe. Right. And like, what? There is the potential that when the bone ship economy collapses, everybody just breaks down into these little factions raiding each other on these ships and things just get so much worse. <laughs> like there right, is the exactly. potential for just chaos to reign when you can't have a centralized government that's like coordinating everything using these bone ships. And so, yeah, I don't know, guys, if you've really thought this through. <laughs> of what's gonna happen when we don't have the bone ships anymore right oh <laughs> see here because i was thinking it would be so much easier to just sabotage the bone ships you already have like hey there's a bunch of ships right out there if we're trying <laughs> to get rid of them i don't know just have people on all of them that are i don't know maybe peeing on them every day to accelerate the rot or something <laughs> right 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 um so so yeah I, I yeah point is the this overall plan is is very much not addressing the actual objective i think mm, no i don't think it's well conceived i think it is a plan born out of hopelessness rather than than hope right right uh okay i'm gonna go a little note luke uh yeah. burn law says straights are illegal on the ships whoa that's fun <laughs> this is what this is what we've been fearing forever right now the straights are illegal right they they're coming for for marriage actually they're, they're coming for the sanctity well. of of man and one woman marriage yes i'm here for and- it and <laughs> i say they've they've had it too good for too long that's a good point that's a good point <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's time to fight back no straights allowed on and these this boats is, and, and, and this is how it's done <laughs> this is a gay cruise only the straights the straights must be confined to islands correct oh i just thought it's that was good, fun it's a good rule i just thought it it's was a fun. good rule <laughs> it is fun um 
Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of these rules. I actually, and similarly, there's a lot of things that are punishable by death. Mm-hmm. And by a lot of things, I mean almost everything. At the same time, Luke, there's a lot of things that they don't seem to be killing people for, just putting them on old gross ships. <laughs> right. This is the this is the next point, which is like condemning someone to death <laughs> is to put them on a black ship. Yeah. And like it seems like black ships are just like you're still sailing around. You're just like not as good as the as the normal ships. People don't give you props. People aren't giving you dabs when you come in. Yeah. To yeah. Port, but but you're, you're not killed. You're just like on a black ship until you die. Correct. Yeah. Now I'm assuming that there's like I, I don't know. You maybe don't you don't get paid very much. I assume mm-hmm. you do get paid. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You think they're getting paid a living wage, Luke? Well, the thing is, they're living on the ship. Mm-hmm. And so they're not paying rent. Mm, true. Are they being fed by the ship or are they buying their own food? I don't know. I don't know if I don't know how a living wage applies here, actually. <laughs> uh uh. But yeah. But they I, are getting paid. I, I, they're getting paid. So I think that people are simultaneously being overpunished and underpunished. Mm. In that every crime is punishable by death, but by death they mean you work on a black ship. I see. So maybe it balances out. Maybe it all evens out in the end. <laughs> it you might. It you might. got you got wife killer over here with uh tax fraud. Uh-huh. That's right. We all know who the real criminals are. Anyway. Very similar. Anyway. Uh, speaking of these black ships, though, how how can we expect any of these unsupervised criminals, people who have been outcast from society and put on one of these ships, how can we expect any of them to be doing a good job? They're literally sentenced to death. Like, this is their death sentence. And Lucky Mees comes on the ship and is like, what the fuck have you guys been doing? Right. What did you right. even practice doing the bows? Did when have you left? When did you leave this? When was the last time you left this harbor? What are you all doing? And it's like lucky me's. We are dead. What do you mean? What are we doing? <laughs> right. It's like because actually what we have have learned, uh huh, which is not the full story, is that like the the mission of the black ships is to just like go around helping. And, like, taking orders from whoever. Yeah. And, like, okay, if, if if it's a crew of people that are, like, in theory, really bad criminals. Yeah. And the captain is also a really bad criminal. Mm-hmm. Then, like, what, what, what our main character has done seems like the logical thing, actually. Right right to go drink on a beach somewhere because you've retired i also think i don't think it even matters if these are bad criminals if these are like no good people like people who are just interested in doing bad things i think it matters that society has outcast them that they just like they don't get any credit they're seen as like lesser than everyone else but they're also expected to go do something it's like no you've already committed me to the worst punishment you can give me like this is the worst you're gonna give me so i'm not doing anything else like (laughs) what's the punishment what are you gonna punish me with if i just hang out all day 
<laughs> right. The incentives have not been thought through. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> especially when when uh, new captain. Are we saying niece? Mias? Oh, Mies? I was what saying Mies. Okay, let's do Mies. Um, sends them or takes them on this mission like day one. Yeah. And they do end up kind of saving the village at the cost of like a lot of their own lives. Yeah. And then there's a note that's like the villagers do not thank them. They just like go collect the boats and take them. Yeah. And it's like, okay, uh, let's go back to the beach then. I mean... Or, and I could I could even see if they're like, you know what? Beach is kind of boring today. Let's go find a really low stakes thing to help out with. Like, mm-hmm. I, sure, I'd like to help out. I don't want to do a lot of hard stuff, though. Like, right. it's not worth it to me for my friends to die. Like, these are my friends now. I don't really care to help anybody because they don't yeah. like us. But if we can, it gives us something to do, like a little job. It's nice. Uh Especially because I can hear the argument from the fleet, the the fleet people in this world that are like, well, if you do a really good job, then you can come back and join regular society. Hmm? How about that? It's a pretty good treat, huh? Then we'll all like <laughs> you again. If you do a really good job, if you do good enough, then uh, then you're back. You're back with us. Um, I don't want to come back, first of all. I don't right. want to come back because uh, I don't have to do anything all day if I'm on my black ship. And second of all, I think Joran says he doesn't know of anyone that's ever done that, that's ever successfully returned to polite society after mm. being condemned to a black ship. So, right. Come on now. Well, I- well, and to to build on it, like, so everybody in the fleet, which includes black ships. Yes. Kind of looks down on people that live on land, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Joran's father was a fisherman who lived on land. And, like, that's kind of lame. <sighs> I mean. And so options are basically either be on a black ship or be on a, do they call them white ships? Or is that oh. just... I I would imagine they just call them bone ships, or be on or be on a oh, regular bone ship, and it's it's not oh, totally clear to me why that's better. Like I don't the food's better maybe, mm. the wages are are probably better, but like you can only spend your wages when you're on land, really. Yeah, yeah, and it's like this is not this. We haven't seen how life is like on a regular bone ship yet. Uh-huh. I guess uh-huh. so. Maybe it's awesome. We've got a Dave and Buster's on the third floor. <laughs> it's so cool. It, it very well could be that cool, uh, which is which is the peak of cool. Um, but I, I don't know. I have it's. I don't know. I mean, my gut tells me, Luke, that the propaganda of this society has just infested the brains of these people so much that, like, to fight and die on one of these ships is the greatest life that they could imagine and so in that way lucky me's and her sort of boyfriend are fighting against some pretty serious social forces to like Mm -hmm. convince people that hey maybe fighting on these ships isn't the coolest thing ever right right 
It's all it's all status and religion, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Man. Okay. Okay. Um. I, actually, can I can I go back? Let's go back to one thing, um, which is when we were talking about that straights are illegal. Kind of kind of similarly, I think. So there's a lot of new terms in this mm-hmm. that are like both about sailing, but also just like new words for the same thing. Yeah. And one of those terms that I love uh-huh. is ship friend. <laughs> it's only said like once. Uh-huh. And uh, and the context is like a person you are sleeping with, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. And that ship friend? I don't know. That sounds <laughs> It's I love it. I don't know. Hey everybody. I just want to make it clear that uh Joran is my ship friend. Ship friend. You want an official? They've they've BTR'd. <laughs> When you ask someone, it's like, will you be my ship friend? I don't know if there's a lot of explicit asking of ship friend. I think it's... I think so. I think so. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. Uh, But I don't know. I don't know, Luke. Especially considering that these are like big unsupervised prison ships floating around. Mm -hmm. I mean... Yeah, but with a name like ship friend, man? (laughs) Right. Okay. Sorry. I forgot. It's called ship friend. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of jumping around a lot. Let's actually, keep, I'm realizing. Yeah, we're going to keep jumping around a little bit because I've got a few things that I'm a little outraged about this this whole deal. Uh, the first, okay. uh, I do want to talk about Joron for a second, the original uh-huh. ship wife. How does he not know anybody's name? Not even a single person's name. What? What? What is he? How does he get anything done? Like... <laughs> He doesn't know anybody's name. Did he just like call out in general to the crew when they needed to go to this place of like, hey, you there, get up and put the main wing or whatever the fuck it's called up. And you, (laughs) guy that reminds me of the ghost of my dead dad, go steer the ship. And like, what? How is he directing people? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So... I think he's been on there for like six months. Yeah, yeah, he has. And it's not clear to me how long they were in this little, this cove or whatever they were in. Uh huh. But I think most of that time. Sure. Yeah. Now they did have to get there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know. I. Was this just know. a case of Joron introducing himself to everyone and immediately forgetting their names and then being too embarrassed to ask them a second time? <laughs> it could probably. Where he's like, honestly. look, I know, yeah. I know you said words when I asked you your name and I don't remember what those words were. <laughs> well, also, like, the way that this happened is that he got assigned to this ship, I think. Yes. And then, like, they vote for who's going to be... <laughs> The captain? Uh-huh. Or ship wife? Yep. And they were like, this guy, because he's going to let us do whatever we want. Yeah. Because he doesn't even know our names, so he couldn't even call <laughs> us on it. Right. I, I Okay, actually, here's here's what I don't quite understand. Mm-hmm. Is what happened, what, what was the situation before Joran got on the ship? Mm. I mean, this, mm. 
I was trying to decide if this black ship was commissioned or not. Because you're right, there would have been a previous mm. ship wife. Unless, like, it happened to work out to where he was added to a ship that had just lost its ship wife. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe the ship wife had just died in a battle or something, or of bone rot disease or whatever. Right. And so they were, like, they were, like, about to have elections. Actually, hold on. Maybe this bone ship had just lost most of its crew, and they were collecting a bunch mm-hmm. of people to recrew it, and... Joran was one of the like lot because this is what happens in this section is they go to one of these hulks out in the middle of the bay and collect a bunch of people because they've just lost most of their crew right which and and also at the beginning of this the the crew already is really small yes yeah yeah okay that sounds that sounds reasonable yeah i still wouldn't know what kind of action they would have gotten into because they're because why would they? I still don't understand why they're choosing to fight anyone. But right. But 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 let's let's put that aside. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Jaron is like 19. Yes, true. And is elected captain of this place. I I can see him being like I'm not comfortable asking everyone their yeah. names or ordering people around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, true. And he doesn't have a lot of experience. Actually, he has zero experience on one of these ships. Actually, not true. He has a very small amount of experience with one of these ships, and it is it crushing his dad to death. That's correct. That's his only experience with these ships. (laughs) So actually, here's here's how I think the trip to this cove went. Jaron was like, hey, let's go a place. (laughs) But he doesn't have the experience to say specific directions, uh-huh. I assume. Uh-huh. And so he's like, go that way. <laughs> and then, like, everybody else does the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's at the front with his hand out, just pointing. Just like, no, keep right. going that way. A little that <laughs> way. Yeah, okay, good. Good. We're on it now. That's right. <laughs> uh, um. Okay. I... I also am a little outraged at the people, the society, I think, that's been built up in this world. Because, did you look at the map, by the way? Uh, Not not really, not closely. Okay, I glanced at it. Uh, This is a very different world than ours is, in that most of it's water, and there's like islands spread around in this, Mm -hmm. in this area. Uh, very unlike our world where water is not most of it. Okay, no, no, no. I think it's <laughs> it's like 90% water, whereas us, okay, it's like okay, 70. Okay. I think it's 90% and just a bunch of islands, separate islands. Um, Luke, one in 10 people can swim. I have this note too. What the fuck too. are we doing, guys? <laughs> Especially the people on the fleet. Like, I could, I could understand if... Very few people on that live on the islands can swim because, like, the water's gross. There's little monsters in the water all the time. Luke, they're like 90% fishermen. What do you mean you can understand how the people that live on the islands wouldn't swim? <laughs> their world, their whole world revolves around water. 
<laughs> right. Right. <laughs> what is happening? You gotta learn to swim. <laughs> you gotta. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, there's because also you're out. You're it's constant war, and and like <laughs> the most most of the time I think in battles, like people are people are probably dying just from getting knocked off the ship. That's all right? it takes. That's ninety percent of the fatalities are just from people getting knocked off the ship. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, start up a little swim school. A little swim school. That's right. You don't have to you don't have to swim for fun. This doesn't have to be a way to exercise, but you should know how to doggy paddle. Mhm. Yeah. Get the basics. Do freestyle doggy paddle, learn how to float on your back. Those three things. That's all you got to know. Okay? <laughs> no, okay. I want to I want to do the to be fair. Okay. It seems like whenever you get in the water, these gross monster things come and try to eat you. I don't think it's whenever you get in the water because they chase blood. That's what okay. Lucky Mees was asking when she said how dangerous do they think my ship is because they go after blood. And so I don't think it's necessarily every time you get in the water. That being said, sometimes there's a lot of people in the water. You could be mm-hmm. one of the lucky ones that doesn't get bit. You're you're doing the I just have to run faster than you. Yeah, strategy. I just have to be a faster swimmer than you. Yeah. So there should be oh my gosh, they should be this should they should, should be uh, the fast actually this is a good point. This is a good point. It should be the opposite. They should be the greatest swimmers of all time. Right. Because they're in constant competition with their fellow pirates. And uh, I guess they're not <laughs> pirates, but I think of them all as pirates. Uh because they just have to outswim their mates. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's it's you got to. You just you just got to. You got, yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> also just like if you want to make repairs to the ship, you gotta be able to swim. I mean you can take it obviously to these islands to get fixed. Yeah. But like it's much easier. It, at this point, like even minor repairs are requiring these ships to go to go home. Right. To go to the dealership. <laughs> right. Right. And mm, also, Luke, you could make little pools where you could learn to swim. Like you could set up like infrastructure to teach people to swim. Mm-hmm. Like this is so doable and so valuable. Right. <laughs> Just put some ropes out, you know? Ah. This is the shallow end. <laughs> Give everybody a little a little cork vest, a little life preserver. Ooh. A little yep. a little PFD. Nice. Have fun. Also, you could clean up a little bit for once. You don't all have to smell like horrible. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of logical improvements. Um that could be made. The <laughs> actually, I, I I have another logical improvement to me that wasn't on my note, but mm. it's going to move us away. Are okay, you are you done go. with the swimming? We can leave section. swimming behind. Why are we assigning jobs based on how why it would be funny? Uh, give me an example. So, 
the cobblers yeah. all have one feet. Yeah. And the tailors all have one hand. Uh-huh. A very inefficient way to be assigning <laughs> roles in society. Also, they put the cobblers on Hoppity Lane, which is so rude, guys. I know. I, it's so mean. Come on. Um. See, I here's what I was thinking. Honestly, I don't think only having one foot is that big of a detriment to a cobbler because it's not like they're using their feet to make shoes. Right. No, I agree. Only having one arm for the tailors, though? Come on, guys. That's slowing <laughs> things down so much. Right. There's no sewing machines in this world. No. How are we sewing? Uh, yeah, uh... Unless they have like this special maybe attachment that they put on that's like a big thimble on one side of their body so that they can never get poked mm-hmm. with the needle. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've given <laughs> them like a like a prosthetic for some reason right. that helps with needlework. Ooh, actually, I can't, no, I can't imagine they're doing that. They're not helping these people a lick. They're just throwing them out on this Taylor Street and being like, you've got one arm, so close. <laughs> right right if what like if what i've seen from this society is indicative of everything else which i i feel like it should be there's no yeah. way that they've like come up with a genius way <laughs> to make the tailors super super efficient no yes yes this is definitely a society that just casts off anybody that is not like able-bodied and so actually this explains a lot because the, the clothes are made out of fish skin. Yeah. If we yeah, it doesn't sound nice. Nothing Luke, and... nothing about this has sounded nice so far. I've heard nothing that I'm like, "Oh, actually that sounds fun." <laughs> Literally nothing about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's some improvements to be made um beyond just the warring part of it. Right. Mm. Maybe this is how Lucky Me's needs to do a Hearts and Minds campaign. Is just like, hey, you know how all your clothes suck? What if they hear me out? They did it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's just like, it's, well, a good, got, it's a good idea. Look at my 10 part solution here. Step one, stop fighting. And then everything else <laughs> after that is just better. There's a lot of low hanging fruit for the. Um, for the political campaign that's needed because mm, also like yeah. hey what if we what if we made buildings out of st- more structurally sound material than just like wealth like rocks that fit really well together <laughs> luke what what do you mean because remember luke <laughs> nobody's invented wood yet so what are we making no now? okay yes no no it's not the material but what we learn is that the other island yeah. nation. The Gaunt Islanders, whatever they're called. Yeah. The Gaunt Islanders have an adhesive. They've got concrete. They invented concrete. They've got concrete. Yeah. But but our islanders can only make buildings on rocks that fit really well together with no concrete or things sticking them together. Whoa. And it's like, no wonder our infrastructure projects are so expensive and take forever. This is why my bullet train hasn't been built yet. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, I just had a I just had a brain blast of a theory. 
Okay. So calling them Gaunt Islanders, I th- I think that's the name of the opposing side, mm-hmm. makes them sound like bad and evil, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes it seem like that they are st- stuck in a evenly matched battle where they're constantly taking from each other. What if this Hundred Islanders War is just like a little side thing for the Gaunt Islanders? And they've like got concrete and like a functioning society. Everybody knows how to swim. And the Gaunt Islanders are like, God, these Hundred Islanders keep attacking our trading vessels. <laughs> and like, we do have to fight them, but it's not really a big priority because they're, they're on these rotting boats. <laughs> they haven't even invented wood yet. And so they're on these rotting bone boats that's slowly poisoning them. It's giving them all leukemia. Uh, but you know, <laughs> we got to deal with it, I guess. It's not really, we don't really want to conquer them because we want to let them be self-determined, but like we do have to fight them. <laughs> this sounds, this sounds right to me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like we didn't, I haven't heard a ton about the Gaunt Islanders, but what we have learned, I, mm, I can't remember much else, honestly, other than like, this thing about the buildings but and the fact have... that they like also steal the children or something. But yeah, I don't they... know if that's even just pop propaganda, maybe. Right. There are claims that they steal the children, but the the facts that we've heard about them, that they have concrete, seems like a huge step up. Huge change. Yeah, yeah. Man, can you imagine the city? This the differences in cities. Mm. Incredible. Okay, lucky me's. I want to wrap up on Lucky Mies because there's a big mystery about Mies. Mm-hmm. What'd she do, Luke? What'd she do? Uh, yeah. Be- because everybody's, some people are like, I can't wait for you to find out what she did. And some people are like, yeah, that was fucking bullshit. God, that was so fucking dumb, dude. You shouldn't, you were totally cool for what you did. And I'm, right. I want to join you anyway. So the question is what she did. I've got a, I've got a little theory. My money's on my money's on one of her little crossbows that she's got all over her body, doing a little misfire. Maybe she hit the the thirteen burn in the butt. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she just oops, ha, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay, okay, that's 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 where you're putting your money's money on. Yeah, yeah. She was like bowing real low and deep, and then one of her silly little crossbows went off and hit her in the butt, and she was like, oh, oops. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds that sounds very plausible. I do think, I do think we need something about the little crossbows because they're pretty neat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I I hadn't come up with a a more a detailed theory like like you have obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was just assuming it was something related to her little her little political project, mm. but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It seems weird for there to be something that she did that makes everyone have her as such an outcast, but her crew is like, I, mean, I think it was cool. You know? Like? Like doing something super <laughs> rebellious and punk <laughs> and shooting the queen in the butt with a little okay. crossbow. You know and what? The... You're you're pulling me around. And actually, who knows if it was on purpose or not, because they were the only two that were there. I mean, it That's wasn't. Right. It was a misfire, and she was so sorry about it. But, you know, she still shot the queen in the butt, so she had to go to jail. Right. That's why her, the queen has I mean, her 
Her sither did play a role. Yeah, her sither laughed. What we call sister. Her sither was there and she laughed at it and then had to promise not to tell her. anyone. Yeah, they, they did punch yeah. her as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's that's you've you've convinced me. Okay. It's um, a little crossbow bolt to the bun of what is essentially the queen. Yeah. <laughs> so, pretty cool i'm excited for that reveal and i'm sure it'll come in the next part yeah yeah so we'll follow up um speaking of the next part luke next third let's go chase a yeah. dragon huh i didn't i'm so excited we're getting some dragons here a sea dragon to be clear still but, a, but a dragon nonetheless still into it uh maybe they should have just learned to fly these little dragons instead of killing them and taking their bones for ships but uh you know there's a lot of problems with this society we got to work some things out first maybe start with swimming uh-huh. and uh and we'll take it from there but luke you and i will be back next week with the hot takes and being dumb nerds 